Some of you know that I've often said I'm from the south side of heaven. You have people inside the Senate. You have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They have lied to us about everything. The border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? Uh, you know where I'm going with this. We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. Well, we've got a lot of crazy stuff that's kind of happening right now that I think is uh, that we need to talk about. And one of those things, sorry, I'm cleaning my glasses. You know, I don't know if any of you guys have progressives. Anybody have progressives out there? I used to. You did? Yeah, they drove me nuts. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy thing, these progressive glasses. And I bought them from these, is it Warbly Parker? There's a place called Warbly Parker. Yeah. And when you first start wearing them, it gets really difficult because you have, I have, you guys can't see the studio, but I got a screen here, screen here, screen here. And I'm running back and forth, and you got to look through different parts of the glass. So it's, it's become, and so I called the doc and I go, hey, listen, I hate these things. And he goes, keep wearing them. You must keep wearing them. <laughs> I go, okay, I'll keep wearing them. So I've been, I have to keep wearing these glasses. But um, we had a lot of stuff going on today and going on now. And the election fraud inside of Colorado is a, of grave concern. It's of grave concern because the Mockingbird media is attacking me, specifically attacking me, like I've, with, with, a, with a vitriol that is, it's, it's, not even, it's not even sensible. They're like, we got to destroy this guy, Joe Oltman. Like, he's the, he's the head of the, the deal. He's the one that brought this Eric Coomer thing on. He is, he is our reason. And they send these bots and these people out after me, and they're, they're screaming at me. And uh, I think to myself, well, where were you when he was posting the Antifa manifesto? Where were you when, when he was being arrested for running into a building and then going into a bar, drinking a couple of his own bar, two drinks, and then lying to the police? Where, where was that story? Where, where was that? Where was, where was the story? The only people that, brought, that picked it up were the Gateway Pundit and some of the people that are localized, not the mainstream media. They couldn't pick it up. Now, why could you pick it up? So we're not going to talk about that right now because we're going to have days of that. We're gonna, we're, it's going to go on for days, days of talking about what thefts are doing all over the country. And no matter what they tell you, I'm telling you right now, we are winning. And they know we're winning, and they're raising the bar they're wait, raising the bar and trying to say, nothing to see here, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. There is a lot to see here, ladies and gentlemen, a lot. They are stealing the American dream from future generations, and they're doing it on purpose. They're, everything that they're doing right now is manufactured by them, and we're going to talk a lot about that now. And we have a special guest today, one that, uh, frankly, I love this guy. This guy's got an immense amount of courage, went to Ukraine in the middle of when the war started. 
um, just to make sure that he could validate stuff. He's been talking, outspoken about lots of things that are happening all over the country. He is an expert in what's happening in the Balkans um, and what's happening with Russia and the CIA. And we're going to talk about with Todd Wood. Let's go ahead and bring Todd Wood to the, to the show. we got way too much time to make him wait. Todd, how you doing? I'm well, man. Great to be back, Joe. Thanks a lot. It's great. It's great to have you, man. And I didn't have you. Your mom had you, but you know, you know what I mean when I say I didn't have you. <laughs> you know, every time I I, I uh, talk to you, I'm I'm I get really excited because of all the stuff that you, the knowledge that you have, and we don't we don't particularly agree sometimes on some of the things that you write in some of the areas, but you're always subjective in telling it from both sides. And so I learned something from it. I learned to take a little bit more of a humble approach to, is, could that be true? And many times I find myself going, mm, that is true after doing research. Because even, even we get into that thing where we don't do proper research, right? We don't get all the way to the bottom. Yeah. We, yeah. I call it getting through the facade. So, so we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about the destruction of U.S. food manufacturing plants specifically um, and what's happening, get some more updates on what happening, what's happening in Ukraine. But I want to start with the uh, destruction of the uh, numerous U.S. food manufacturing plants. Is this normal? Is this normally what's happened over the last 10 years that this many burned down in an 18-month period? Of course it's not, Joe. And I, I saw an image uh, a few days ago, I forget which media outlet it was on, but it showed what the plants that have been down in Europe and the ones in the U.S. And, and it was shocking. The, you know, the U.S. looked like a, uh, you know, a pin map with so many different incidents, whereas in Europe there was just a few. So obviously this is manufactured. And look, Americans need to really get ready. I mean, you need to be able to be off the grid for two years. I mean, you and your family, you need to be able to support your family for two years. If the electricity goes down, if the food, if there's no store to go to, because if not, you're not going to make it, especially if you're in a big city and you don't have any, uh, you know, no one to lean on or anywhere to go because uh, there's not going to be any food. There could not be any water. I mean, the, the, what these people are capable of, I have come to realize is is pretty severe. So people, I would say, just need to get ready. Okay, so when we talk about what they're capable of, there's a Gateway Pundit article that came out and... This article is from uh, June 23rd, so a couple days ago, and the name of it is Interactive Map Details Destruction of Humorous, Numerous U.S. Food Manufacturing Plants, Grocery Stores, Etc. Compared U.S. Incidents to Global Trends. And there's a list that you go through. I'm just going to read some of these um, and, and the dates of these. I think you'll see the chronological order and how it started to... to uh, extend itself. It literally, it, it, it's like it caught on like wildfire and it just started hitting everything out there. On 1-11 of 2021, right after um, the regime uh, uh, illegally occupied the White House. Sorry, I get to say that. It's my show. Uh, a fire that destroyed 75,000 yeah. square foot processing plant in Fayetteville. On 4-30 of 2021, just three months later, a fire ignited inside the Smithfield um, uh, pork plant um, uh, about two months or three months later, almost to the day, a three-alarm fire at the Kellogg plant in Memphis, 170 emergency personnel responded to the call. Um, five days later, uh, battled a large fi fire at the Tyson River Valley ingredients plant. Um, not more than, not less than a month later, you had fire crews were called to the Paddock Meat Production Company. 
Uh, a month, almost, well, actually three weeks later, a fire at the JBS beef plant uh, forced a halt to slaughter and fabrication lines. A month later to the day, a five-alarm farm ripped through the Darigold butter production plant. Uh, on 11-15, a woman in custody following a fire at the Gerald County Food Pantry. 11-29, 15 days later, a fire broke out around 5-30 at the Made Right Steak Company meat processing plant. If you're getting tired of me reading these guys, it goes on and on and on. And if you look at the article, there's a hundred of them that are detailed all the way to 623. And the frequency of these increased dramatically. What are we getting from this, Todd? I mean, what are we, what are we, what are we supposed to get from this? You're supposed to get that as with the southern border, as with our currency, as with our medical system, uh, it's all being purposely destroyed. So, uh, you know, you could add to that all the, the farmland that Bill Gates is buying uh, throughout the country. Uh, you could add to that the housing crisis where, you know, Blackwater is buying up housing across the country. Look, they're looking to increase the cost on everything, first of all, to make our lives horrendous and eventually make us dependent on the government. Uh, but eventually, they, you know, they want to hurt us. And I, I think that someone told me that, you know, China uh, wants our land, wants our farm and food production capability, but doesn't want us here. So I think uh, that statement kind of opened my eyes a while back. I think China, and you know, is behind a lot of this globalist, um, you know, agenda. But you know, there's some evil people here in the U.S. that are helping. Yeah. So when we when we look at, and I'm looking at some of the other things that came across related to this. This also follows what happened in Israel. Was it 60 million chickens that they had to kill? Uh, yeah, for different, uh, what is it, bird flu or something like that, or, you know, a mad cow disease is the other one. Um, you know, Israel is known for its vegetables and its uh, hydroponic foods, uh, so, um, because they don't have a huge amount of growing land, but, uh, yes, uh, it is definitely done on purpose and you combine that with the vaccines that are happening in Israel it's again an attack on the population I think Naomi Wolf is right when she said this is an attack by a foreign power against the American Republic and the American people yeah well we we we, we just see this as just another one of those issues that they put in front of us and I can't understand why people I mean, Todd, I can't understand how people don't see it. Like, how do they not see it? How do they not see yeah. the southern border? How do they not see the financial crisis? How do they not see the uh, what happens in the elections, the machines? I mean, it's as blatant and thrown in your face as you possibly can get, and they keep saying there's nothing to see here, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. Uh, Todd, I mean, it, how, how, is, how is it that people can't see it? How is it there are people that are waking up every day and saying there's nothing to see here? This is all coincidence. Well, unfortunately for them, Joe, and I hate to say it, but, you know, this is going to be a survival of the fittest game, and the people that aren't preparing are not going to make it. I mean, that, that's just, this is going to get worse and worse and worse. And I'll repeat it, if you're not prepared to feed your family, if you haven't got something devised on how to keep them alive uh, for two years and protect them, and uh, uh, as a man should do, protect his family, uh, and that means food, that means, you know, protection from violence, it means water, it means leadership, essentially, leading your family as the, as the leader of your cave or whatever, and to, to make sure that they're going to be okay. 
and a lot of people just aren't doing that, and I'm afraid they're just not going to make it, Joe, to be honest. That's, that's a blunt statement, but I think that's where we're going. Well, I want to I want to play something if I can. I'm going to kind of pivot away from the food food deal because I think that it's yeah, I think you're right. I mean, look, it's it's and somebody said to me, "Joe, the reason why many of these people don't see it is that they're afraid if they see it, they can't unsee it and it will literally yeah. destroy them. It will it will crash their paradigm so they want everyone to just go back and act like that that everything is not crashing down around them." And that they're so afraid, privately afraid, that they would rather just concentrate over here, turn it all off, only watch the mainstream media and what it's telling them so that they can, they can feel good about this, even though they know it, it defies their sensibility. The vaccines are safe and effective. Right. <laughs> elections are safe. <laughs> elections are safe yeah. and secure. Right. With with these machines. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we went through it this morning with these three massive articles they wrote about me, and they uh, they lied throughout the entire thing. And one of them calls himself a Christian on a site that's called Unplugged Religion, and they, they just are they lie. They lie so blatantly, and people believe it. It's unbelievable. Do you think they do really, Joe? I mean, I I, I think uh, you know I'm pretty optimistic. At least the majority of us are waking up but yes there's yeah. always going to be that 25 percent that won't you know we, we're very active in outing what's going on with the medical tyranny and you talked i got one guy you could uh you know a very talented writer that i know and he uh he keeps telling me look the, the vaccines are safe and effective and i said what what how do you he will not deal with the evidence i present him and he said oh that's a fraud and he says finally if you think they're not safe go talk to any hospital administrator and i'm like dude they're getting paid what are you talking about? And and, <laughs> and and why and and have you asked him? Like, are you doing your own research? Are you are you digging just below the surface? Are you looking at uh, the data that's out there from other doctors? Are you are you subje are you, you subjecting yourself to both sides? He, of the he fence? refuses. He refuses to. Um, and I, I finally said, you know, I'm sorry for you because you, you you're not going to make it either. <laughs> I mean, this is karma at some point. You know, I mean, all the. You know, the whacked out liberals are taking a shot. I mean, that's going to be, you know, cleansing the gene pool at some point. Do you think that's what they want? I don't know. Well, who? The globalists? Yeah, they want death and destruction. They want us to die. They want to reduce the population. Yes, for sure. Well, I mean, because I look at it and go, you know, what, what, would, be the, what would be the concept behind it? Like, what would be the, like, why? Why, why would you do it? I mean, I know that there's a, there's a, a, they want to depopulate and that there's been some reports that have put out there that people have actually pointed to and said, look, see, they, they really do want to depopulate the country. Um, there was a, a report that was put up there that by 2025, that the population across the world would be 500, 500 million, right? Rather than 8 yeah. million. And, it, and to get to that, you'd have, you'd have to kill a lot of people. And it, kill their offspring, which means, you know, that's just why they're pushing the shots for babies, essentially. I mean, this is making Alex yeah, Jones or, or, a genius. Or, or, yeah, I know. I mean, tell me about it. Why do you think they went after him? I wrote an article, I think it was 2015, that said if Trump does not get reelected, or maybe it was 2017, I don't remember. If Trump does not get, get reelected, it's because he ignored what happened to Alex Jones. And I still believe that's the truth. You know, no matter what you think of Alex, I mean, it doesn't matter. They shut him down, and that was unconstitutional. Um, I want to take a minute and uh, and let everybody know something that they may not know. So please pay attention to it and share it. But um, we lost a great man today. His name is Dr. Zelenko. Dr. Zelenko died 
um, earlier um, this afternoon. And uh, our, our prayers are with his family. He has saved many, many, many lives. I know that when my friend uh, uh, Josh, I had to fly down to Florida, pick him up and drive him back. He was on death's doorstep. I called Ann Vandersteel, who then called um, Dr. Z. Dr. Z called me and said, here, I'm going to do this and take care of this stuff. But here's a great man with an immense amount of courage that said, no matter what, I know that God has my back. So whether or not I'm here or not here, I just want you all to know that you have to press forward and you have to have the courage to press forward. And he has become a tireless yes. leader for truth. So uh, rest in peace. Dr. Zelenko uh, passed away earlier. Whew. Yeah. Okay, That's a loss so for sure. It's, it's a huge loss. It's a huge loss mm -hmm. because he was mm -hmm. he was so powerful in the fact that he just tried to talk to people's sensibilities, and he was a tireless supporter. He had, I think, he had eight kids. I'm pretty yeah. sure he had eight kids, and um, and then the way he went in the face of the Israeli uh, pharma masters was just epic. If you've watched some of those interviews where he said, you know, this is a bioweapon, you're all being deceived to their in their face. I, I mean, it's just epic videos. And he has um, tried really hard to, you know, try to be forgiving to those people that are doing this, saying, "Hey, listen, you're doing it wrong. You're you're wrong. You're, nothing about what you're doing is right." And um, but he did so with such grace and humility. It's it's hard to ignore. And he's a great man that will be greatly missed. But I know that God called him home for other things. Um, I want to play this video for you because this just epitomizes mm -hmm. the radicalness of the left and the fact that they are deceivers, that they are, you know, that they're, they're looking to destroy everything that we represent. Go ahead and play this from Project Veritas, if you would. We need some secret sleepers. Like, we need, we need them to run as the other side, even though they're for our side. And we need right. them to win. Right. We need people to run as Republicans in these local elections. And this is the only way you're going to change the the dynamics in South Carolina. We can battle them in public all day. As long as we know we're working for the same goal, for me, I feel like, y'all, we need sleepers. When we get enough of us in there, we can wreak havoc for real from the inside out. Then we can flip some yeah. from the inside out. We gotta take back some of these seats, especially in these local elections. We need a group of sleepers. And I still gotta struggle to raise money for my campaign. Where the fuck is my black people with money? I don't care about no dope money. Give me that dope boy money. Where the fuck is dope? Where the duffel bag boys? Get you finding somebody in your family that don't even know you donating to my campaign and put that shit under their name. Honestly, these ain't the same type of black people that I grew up around. I don't recognize these black people. So, I black because I don't understand the type of black that they are. Now, can I talk intelligently? Can I... I could be, listen, I can move in all kinds of circles, but I'm a I love black people. I feel safest around my feet. I'm very much a in a lot of ways, but I know how to turn it off and turn it on. You know, I, I know how to, I know how to be in certain spaces. You know, you gotta be able to turn it off and turn it on. We need some folks that can wear all black at night and take their yard signs down when they, when they sleeping. We ain't gotta make a bunch of noise about it. We ain't gotta, we ain't gotta go live about it. We just don't say shit. Just like when somebody dropped money and you pick it up. You pick that <laughs> and keep walking. But I'm going to really quickly do an ad read. Uh, so this podcast brought to you by Air Medcare Network. Um, if you're in a rural area, it's hard to reach. 
or if you like to hike or you, you frankly, if you spend a lot of time on the road, health insurance won't always cover you at the cost of an, America, or excuse me, an emergency medical flight. God forbid it ever happened to you. But with the Air MedCare Network, you're covered. For as little as $85 a year, your whole household will be covered. There are no deductibles in case you ever need to be air medically transported. There's also a secondary one that if you are in a different state, they can fly you back uh, to the state so you don't have a, as heavy a burden on your family getting to you. So if you use promo code daily um, and you go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily, you receive up to a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. I've been a member for the last year and a half. So go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, that, that right there reminds me of someone else. Um, I forget his name. You know, hmm. uh, ah, got it. Eric Coomer. That's right. Eric Coomer. You know, I'm a good, I'm a good dude, but I'm actually not. Um, so what do you, what do you think of what you, sorry, Todd, it's my show. I get to throw in a couple things. Like, <laughs> I gotta get some happened? of those sound effects. <laughs> uh, but what, uh, do you th- what do you think of that? And she stands by these comments, by the way, she stands by them. Look, I mean, they're out there for sure. I mean, we've been, uh, you know, we opened the paper in Georgia a year ago and we've been really outing some of the crap going on in Georgia because you've got a lot of sleepers in there that have been there for decades and uh, they are, you know, causing some shit there, man. I'm sorry. And so we, we've got to out them. And luckily, we I think we're pretty awake going into this election and trying to out the rhinos and, uh, and, and rhino watch, if you will, and keep an eye out for these type of people. They're definitely there. And But the problem is, you know, the the minority populations are moving toward America first. You know, back when I was in the in the military, it, it didn't. Nobody cared what color your skin was. All they cared was, do you got my back? And we had a brotherhood: black, brown, white, yellow, all of us. And that's the Republican, not even the Republican Party. That's the America First movement that is growing. And uh, a lot of the blacks and Hispanics are coming our way for sure. You know, we're also very involved in Miami. We're opening a paper down there within the next month called the Miami Independent. And you would not believe the groundswell of conservatism. We've got some big news to come out of there in 30 days or so. If you want to have me back on, I'll talk to you about what's happening with our Hispanic uh, America Firsters. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, they have a problem because these people are coming our way. So... When, when, we, when we look at this, what she said, I'm going to just repeat something that she said, and that is, I don't care. Where are my duffel bag people? Where are my dope money people? Put it in their name. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that ethical, Todd? I mean, I, I mean, I'm asking you rhetorically. Is that ethical? Of course not. I mean, these people have no ethics. I mean, this is what, you know, I get really angry when conservatives around me are I'm so surprised. I'm shocked. They did this. They did that. And I'm like, dude, we're way past being shocked, okay, and surprised. You, you need to start your day with the premise that there, people are trying to kill me and kill my children. And you need to react from that frame of mind going forward throughout your day. So don't give me this I'm surprised crap anymore because it just pisses me off. It, make, it makes you look unintelligent and it makes you look weak and rudderless. So, you know, get your crap together and let's go. And 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 frankly, it is the, the scary part about it is that they they literally are saying 
And this is why, by the way, I said to you, look, I, I don't know how people wake up every day and go, nothing to see here. Everything's great. Let's go to, let's go to Disney World. Oh, that's right. You better scratch that off your list, too. You go to Disney World. You're, you're off my Christmas card list. But they want to get up and act like everything's just fine. And it's all good. And oh, I know it's inflation. They drive the gas station and they're pumping the gas. And you're like, but be blessed because you know what? At least it's not $10 a gallon. And when it's $10 a gallon, it'll be the same thing because they only care about themselves. Yeah. Just drives me crazy. Drives me nuts. All right, so I'm gonna, agree. I, I want to get to I want to get to some of the other things that that I'm really interested in hearing about because you are definitely mm-hmm. an expert on these things, um, Mr. Producer. Before we do that, let's go put up that that screenshot I put up so people understand the gravity behind how many uh, different centers have burned down. This was actually in the Gateway Pundit article, so I'm really excited to, to have found this bank, uh, Axos Bank. They opened on Independence Day. Uh, in 2000. They're not crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American traditions. Take a look at the rewards checking account where you can earn their highest interest rate. It's a, it's a big one. Listeners can get $150 bonus when you open, um, up, open up an, an account by July 31st. Big rewards from banks that believe that the freedom to do business without compromise or values. Amazing, right? So go to axosbank.com daily for full details. That's axos.com daily for all the cash bonus. All you need is $1,500 direct deposit in the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Axos Bank is federally insured, member FDIC, and they're for us, all of us. AxosBank.com slash daily. Go check them out. Um, no, no, if you just, it's in the, it's in the on-air comms. You just go to that right there, it's in the air comms. So this right here is just the magnitude of how many different places were affected by these food, these food deals. You see all those little pinpoints and it shows where all the yeah, fires that's, are. That's the chart I was talking about in the beginning. Yes. Um, this is scary stuff. This is super scary stuff. And these are just how many fires there are and how many problems are. It, it literally covers the country, but it's nothing to see here, guys. Nothing to see here. You're nothing to see here. Is everything from grocery stores to, you know, we have massive fires that are happening in, in trash dumps. I don't know if you saw that, but there's a trash dump fire in Colorado. Um, hey, go ahead and take it down. Um, this, is, this is really interesting, and it's also concerning, but you wrote an article, Mr. Producer, if we can put that up, please, um, that Russia defaults on, is defaulting on small amounts of foreign debt and mm-hmm. what the implications are of this. Um, what, what do you think? What, what do you think is going on? What, what t- give me the, give me the crust of this particular um, issue that we're facing? Yeah. So look, I mean, I, I was a bond trader, and back on my wall, in my Wall Street days in the late '90s, Russia defaulted on their debt, and it was a really big problem for the Russian people. They really suffered. They had massive crime waves. It was really anarchy, and uh, you know, it was gangs and uh, guys with guns ruled the day versus any kind of civil society and uh so they learned a lot from that and russia is i've written about this many times russia is actually very good at managing their finances they have very little foreign debt the dollar denominator we call them euro bonds bonds denominated in something other than their own currency they have very little of this so i I think the number is around 40 billion and, and that's a drop in the pan compared to our 30 trillion so they don't have this foreign currency exposure. In fact, this was shown by what happened. They, 
the, the U.S. blocked $600 or billion in gold and foreign currency assets they held offshore in, in other countries. And so they couldn't pay their foreign currency debt because the U.S. was blocking their dollars. You know, so the Biden administration is laughing about that. And um, essentially, the, this is boomerang because, you know, now Russia just defaults uh, and nobody's going to hurt their economy because they know it's an engineered default. Well, meanwhile, meanwhile we're out of $40 billion. So, you know, the, the bondholders. So um, Russia has... It's a hydrocarbon economy that they have, over half of their money comes from their federal revenue comes from sale of natural gas yeah. and oil energy sectors and so they take this money and they build these rainy day funds and back during the 08 crisis they really didn't suffer as much as the rest of the world because they just put off these massive you know half a trillion or more rainy day funds that they've built up and they've done that again and they have several of them uh for different reasons and people also need to look at the Russian currency because, you know, uh, uh, 10 years ago, that was 20 something to one to the dollar. Then it, then during the 08 crisis in the 2014 Crimean, you know, annexation and all of that, it went to like, I think it touched 80 something. And, yeah. But the recent sanctions have pushed, uh, but essentially pushed the price of fuel up so much that even with the reduction of say or sales and gas, and oil to the rest of the world, Russia has maintained its revenues because the price or the currency has strengthened so much to around 50 to 1, and it, they've recovered any revenue they lost in the sanctions. So essentially, the sanctions have not hurt their economy at all. And they, they, it's, it's given them time to find new buyers in the, in the East and, and elsewhere. Uh, and, and that's a tenuous relationship, and there's always been a lot of mistrust between China and Russia. And I think it's still there, but they're they're partners, at least on paper at this point, and, uh, you know, that's something we need to worry about, and then it didn't need to happen. I mean, so that's, the point is, they're very good stewards of their economy, no matter, you know, they don't allow a lot of innovation in their economy because it's an oligarchy, but they're very good stewards with their money, much better than us. Well, I mean, it's, it's not difficult to get much better than us when we're looking, staring down the barrel of almost $27 trillion in debt, it's in, uh, which nearly yeah. half of that is owed to uh, foreign entities. And yet we're bolstering the U.S. dollar because I, I believe the U.S. dollar, uh, the currency value is probably 30% or 40% of what it currently sits right now. If you just use estimates of, I mean, if we use the same formula for the U.S. currency and uh, the solvency of the United States against that which we hold major corporations to on their on their debt load, um, it's it's almost it it's past the point of insolvency. And look, I, you know, a lot of people are crowing about this now, but you know, I was on the street a decade ago uh, and I left and I wrote a book called Currency. And I'll give myself a quick plug, but I was way early talking about this: the loss of reserve currency status, the interest rate spike that could happen if you know the, essentially. The bond, you know, James Carville famously said, who's the Clinton, you know, operative, that if I die, I want to come back as the bond market because the bond market holds so much power in capitalistic economy because it sets interest rates. And if you spend irresponsibly, it, the interest rates will soar and make you pay financially for your stupidity. Well, what did Obama do? He, he got a, a political Fed in there that essentially became a market participant in the bond market, buying yeah. up all the bonds, keeping prices very low are very high and interest rates very low, essentially zero for 10 years. So he was able to run up all this debt with no consequence whatsoever. 
And so now, finally, after Biden has doubled the get debt again um, in two years, essentially, you know, now we're having to pay the chick the rooster or whatever the term is because the chickens are coming home to roost because any even one you know the the ten year bond in the U.S. historically has been around five percent uh, for the ten year bond and. Uh, now we're just back above 3%. So even if we get back to historical margins, we can't afford that because every 1% rise is hundreds of billions of dollars in debt service costs that we're going to have to pay for every year. So we can't stop interest rates now. Either we have massive hyperinflation and our economy collapses, or we have higher, much higher interest rates, um, which I don't think is going to work because we still have way irresponsible spending. But so, even if we got our spending under control and interest rates are high, all of our federal budget is going to go to debt service. So, so the, the thing that, that I want to talk to you about, because I'm always fascinated by finance, because it, 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 it's actually not as complicated as people make it out to be. Um, it's, it's, right. really, it's really simple math. When you raise the interest rates, and this is one of the reasons why you see collapsing markets on stock markets right now, is because all of these companies, big companies, carry an enormous amount of debt. Now, the several companies that don't carry that debt, Apple is sitting on nearly a trillion dollars in, in, in uh, free-flowing mm-hmm. capital, right? So they're a debt-free company, have been for nearly the last 15 years. They're one of the few. Another one is Microsoft. They're sitting on, again, $900 billion in access capital. So you have all of these companies that are sitting in all this, this money, right? All of these mm-hmm. dollars. And, uh, but most of the market is sitting on debt. I mean, you, know, you have a $3 billion market cap company. It's not, it's not uncommon for them to have $2 billion in debt. When you raise sure. the interest rates because they have to reaffirm that, that debt, right? They have to reset that debt or recapitalize that debt. When they do that, the interest rates are higher. That causes more expenses. Now, what that does is it makes them bleed out on people. They usually get rid of human capital in that place and say, hey, we're going to have to do more with less right now uh, because our, our debt expense is too high. That also then affects their productivity, which then you can start seeing how the wheel starts to slow down, productivity slows down, revenue slows down, and now all of a sudden you can grind to a halt and or default. It's one of the... Sure. It, it, it's... And again, this is not a difficult equation. This is easy to see. It's like credit cards. You get 3% interest, and the next month it's 12%. It's harder to pay that bet bill, right? It's just harder. Yeah. Well, I was giving speeches around the country for a decade on this, and I would tell people, okay, let's say you're a family. You're making 100 grand a year, and you have $100,000 in credit card debt because our GDP is essentially our income, right? And our GDP is around $30 I don't know the exact number, and our debt is about thirty trillion. And then you go to your spending; every dollar you spend, you borrow fifty percent of that, fifty cents. How long before you think the bank would cut you off? I mean, a long time ago. So yeah. this is where we are as a nation. And you know, there is a debt to capital ratio that is efficient. I mean, debt is a tool that you can use. Um, there's debt and equity, and there's a, a place for debt that works in a corporation financially and mathematically, uh, but we're way past anything like that. So I'm really, uh, you know, I've been screaming about this for a decade and I'll keep screaming, but that, that's the big, big problem I see. Not our, our border is bad, everything is bad, but that's the big problem. Well, and it, and this is what leads you to to know that it's manufactured, right? So I'm not a uh, I'm not a financial analyst, although I play one on TV. Mm-hmm. So I like to I like to mm-hmm. read and inspect and, and st- study markets. 
Um, and I, and I read yeah. other people's work and I learn about it and then I get out there and I make decisions based on being the most publicly educated person on that particular market. Um, but it's, it's not, there is, by the way, no economy in the world has survived and not gone through insolvency that went past the point, And you just said it, the past the point of levered ratios over 1.0. And, and mm -hmm. so I want to I be really clear. The leverage ratios of Greece, when it went insolvent, when it went bankrupt, was at 0.94. We are approaching right now, the way we sit, we are right now, I think, at 0.92. And it, we, are, we are headed Depending towards... Depending on what metric you look at, yeah, how you calculate the debt. I mean, there's a lot of ways to skin the cap. But yeah, we're around 1%. We're below, or right below it, somewhere around there. So we're, we're, if we hit 100%, which we're going to, then the country will become mm -hmm. insolvent. It will be, have the inability, especially with high interest rates, to pay its debt. And we'll be pushed into a place where the, 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 the roost will... And, and this, by the way, is not uncommon, but it's just uncommon for the United States of America because the money... The, the reason why we have this debt is because we're sending money everywhere else and using our credit card to go to the... the to the, the bar and buy drinks for everyone. It. We're just printing it. We're just printing it. And the Federal Reserve is an active participant in the bond market, which is not a sustainable situation. So, um, you know, the, the classic example is at the end of the World War II, the Weimar Republic in Germany, the Deutschmark was four to one, I believe. Uh, two years later, they so reckless, they couldn't build the factories fast enough to print the money to pay the exchange rate. I mean, it was it was like zillion to one. I mean, it, essentially the economy just collapsed, and and that gave rise to, you know, who uh, Hitler, and that's what they're trying to do here. They're trying to collapse the economy so that it gives rise to someone who could come in and make the trains run on time. You give up your freedom, in you know, in return for, you know, dependence on the government for your food stamp check. So that that's that's the Faustian deal they're trying to force upon us. And if people want to get my first book, Currency, go to ltoddwood.com. It's a great book for your kids. It's a novel, but you'll learn a lot about finance. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually going to get it. <laughs> I'm going to cool. read it. Then, then I'm going to call you up and be like, Todd, come on, you got to help me here, bro. Where am I putting my money right now? Because, I, I mean, I think everyone's at the same place. The average 401k is down 39%. You see Russia that defaults on just a couple hundred million dollars in euro payments, euro bond payments. And that, that's actually not significant. Uh, they just said we're not going to pay. It's not that they don't have the ability to pay. They're just not going to pay it. Yeah. Give, give us back our $600 yeah. billion dollars and we'll talk about it. You know, by the way, pay for your gas in rubles. <laughs> so, which is holding up, which I mean, is, by the way, sustaining the, the Russian currency. Of course. Russia's better off now than before the war, or the second phase of the war in Ukraine. Not before, actually, you know, not from before the war in 2014, but the second phase that started in February. So, so what do you think the answer is? You know, what, what, what's happening in Ukraine right now? I mean, what we we know that that the, the financial markets are playing a part in it. That uh, that uh, one thing that Russia did do is that they did release the port access and release any of the mines mm -hmm. that were inside of the. Um, seaport area, but you know what? Mm -hmm. Which I, I'm grateful for. But what do you think is happening next? Like what? Everyone keeps saying that they're losing. Russia I, is is dominant in their military force against the Ukrainian armed forces. We can't get enough military equipment in there to change that situation. They don't have enough troops. They're losing hundreds of people a day. They can't replace those people. 
Russia's grinding through Donbass. They, they, they've uh, taken the land bridge to Crimea. They could move on Odessa, which are the four facilities. Uh, they could move, move on Kharkiv to the north. Uh, but essentially, eastern Ukraine, which is Russian-speaking, is going to be part of Russia. There's nothing they can do about that. The problem that I worry about is that Biden keeps sending money after bad and weapons after bad uh, to support the defense establishment. You know, there's we were spending about $60 billion in Middle, Middle East in armaments, replenishments uh, during the wars there. Trump got us out of those wars and then... And then uh, Funny enough, we start spending $60 billion a, a year in Ukraine, which is about the number that they've uh, sent over there for weapons and all that stuff. So my fear is that Biden wants a further war. He wants escalation. He's moving troops to the NATO border of Ukraine. And, you know, he announced more yesterday. And I, I think they want a World War III. And they don't care if it's nuclear. And because, look, you want to depopulate the world, what better way to do it besides food scarcity? Well, you have food scarcity. You also, I mean, there, there's some there's some other things that I think we should we should consider in this, and that is that Biden is deathly afraid of what's going to happen when Russia overtakes Ukraine because all the state secrets of a country when it is overtaken by another country become very public. Mm-hmm. And and Russia oh, yeah. has been has been very open about the fact that you have biolabs. They've been very open about the fact that this is a place where it's been it's been overtaken by by Nazis. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they have made some very strong accusations, and they back those accusations up. And we're getting conflicting reports, Todd, out of Ukraine that Ukrainian forces are actually using weapons and causing destruction on their own people and then blaming it on Russia in hope of creating more yes. sympathy to send more people in. Is that happening? Well, it's been proven. That of course, that's happening. You know, I can't speak to... I'm not on the ground in some of these towns in the east. I, I'm sure there's been some atrocities by Russian forces, too. But the... The Ukrainians are very much creating false flags and creating propaganda uh, to use against the Russian Federation military. That, that's just happening. I mean, look, I've said it many times. I said it on Tucker's show the other night. Ukraine is the deep state playground. It, it, it's, you know, safe, you know, safe zone where they can do anything they want and nobody will know. They, they have transparency, or at least we're supposed to in America. They don't need it in Ukraine. So, yeah, they can develop bioweapons. They can run information operations against Bernie Sanders, against Trump, to get the right people they want in office. They can launder hundreds of millions of billions of dollars. You know, they, they called Joe Biden, uh, my guys over there, the, his nickname was the American Gangster, because he had laundered about $4 billion of USA, according to them, through the central bank. I mean, I sat in rooms with the guys who were... I call them Ukrainian patriots, and even some of them fought against Russia in the East. And they, they would show me stacks of documents of, of investigative work that had been done against the Biden crime family and the government of Ukraine, uh, Poroshenko and, and all the others, and Valeria, uh, the central bank uh, head before she went off to London and bought a $30 million flat, where they would basically run bond schemes to the central bank, take skim the profits and move it offshore to the hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. Biden oversaw all this. Uh, so, yeah, this, this is the deep state safe space where they can do whatever they want. And, and if Russia takes it over, yes, all that will become public, as it already has for a lot of them. So, 
you know, if, if Russia takes it over and they, which I, I anticipate, how long do you think until Russia um, just solidifies things and they, they surrender in Ukraine? Because I know that the will of the people well, in Ukraine mean, we, we is like, just let it be over. We could have a truce any time now. Russia's gained most of what they want, uh, I think. Uh, I, I don't think they want the whole country because that would be very expensive and they just cannot afford that. They're, I mean, their economy is not that big. It's about the size of Italy. So they, they can't sustain a country like, you know, 40 million people and feed them and house them and give them medical care and rebuild the infrastructure and all that. They can't do it. So uh, I don't think they want the rest of Ukraine. Uh, they wanted the east. They may want the ports. They want, may want some towns in the north. But there's a peace deal to be made. And then we could stop sending weapons. We could stop escalating. But Biden doesn't want that. So uh, I don't know. I think everything in November, if we can get, if we can have a big enough win and try to take back some power from this regime, then we have a chance of stopping the war. Otherwise, I think we're in real trouble. So we're, I'm, I'm reading an article, and the, you know, the U.S. has said, hey, we don't have any boots on the ground inside of, of Ukraine, and that's just not true, mm-hmm. is it? Oh, no. I, I have firsthand knowledge from one uh actually retired special operator who was over there doing um uh, work training ukrainians and got wrapped up in the war and was fighting for the ukrainian side uh, was running around behind the lines killing like 500 russians by himself so uh, blowing up arms depots on the russian side uh these people have been in there and are in there now so this is happening. We're, we're an active participant in the war. I mean, we gave them missiles that are sinking Russian ships. I mean, the sinking of the Moskva, which is the Russian cruiser, which is one of their flagship, that's like us sinking the Enterprise, uh, you know, or the, or the, you know, the Teddy Roosevelt, the big stick, as the Navy calls it. Um, that's like us sinking that, uh, in, or Russia sinking that. I mean, that, that's how they saw the Moscow going down. And that, that was a big deal, and they're not going to forget about that. So what do you think the retaliation is on that? I know that the fighting intensified dramatically after that, um, but what do you think the next step is? Well, you've seen it already where, you you know, we're flowing arms into the through Poland into Ukraine, so they're already striking. The other night they had like 130 long-range missile strikes. I mean, they're, they're targeting these areas, training facilities, weapons depots, just like the Israelis do in Israel, no different. You know, the Iranians are doing the same thing to Hamas and Lebanon and Syria uh, and uh, Israel almost every night runs airstrikes against these facilities. All right, so let's 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 walk this back a little bit. I want to. You, you brought up uh, Israel, and so I want to. I want to mm-hmm. ask you questions about Israel. And by the way, everyone, mm-hmm. I just want you to understand that Todd is a wealth of knowledge. So anytime I get the opportunity to to ask him questions, I'm going to, um, uh, because it helps me kind of put together a full story. But we we know that over a five year period, they've had four insolvencies of their government. They've they've actually disbanded their government now four times and have another mm-hmm. election. And actually, three and a half years. I'm sorry, five times in three and a half years. Um, they're a nuclear nation. What's what's yeah. happening, Todd? I mean, what 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 are, we, what are we supposed to see with that? They're they're a nuclear nation, and you know, do our threat levels go up? Do they go down? Who's actually got their hand on the button? Who has access to it? I mean, it, this is this is scary stuff, and I think most people are just not paying attention to this and the implications. The war with Iran is coming. Um, whether we're involved is to be seen. You know, I, I've been 
done a deep dive in the past. In fact, I'm writing a book about it because they gave me some thoughts on the Iranian resistance. I've been to their camps across the world, spent time with them, uh, understand their methods. who have been fighting the Mullahs for 40 years. Over 130,000 of them have been executed in the country. And so uh, the war with Iran is coming. The issue with Israel is that it is a captured nation. Their government is captured by Big Pharma and by the globalist agenda. That is completely obvious. They've had, you know, they're on the, what, the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth booster. Uh, COVID is skyrocketing through the country. People are they're experiencing the heart problems and all that. So they're just now waking up to the evil that's been perpetrated against the Israeli people. And uh, can we talk it? about people blind don't want to see, want to see. Can, can we uh, say it? Yeah, go ahead. Can, can we say it? This is the second wave of genocide. We've, 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 yes. we've compared this to what happened in the 1940s and the fact that Nazi, mm -hmm. the Nazi uh, uh, idea did not go away. It went dormant. It went to sleep. It went underground. Mm -hmm. And it built a spider web across the globe and that now is originating inside of Ukraine specifically. Um, but let's talk about what they're doing. I mean, this is, this is designed to kill those Jews that are in Israel. I mean, literally to wipe yes. them out. Yes, I, I believe that. And uh, unfortunately, they may, may be too late for them. They, they've mostly all been boosted like four times. So, um, but they are starting to wake up. You know, uh, the head of Pfizer was given the Genesis Award, which is like their Nobel Prize last night. And uh, there was protests outside calling him a criminal, COVID criminal, all this kind of stuff. So slowly they may be waking up, but... Um, I don't know, it may be too late. I, the long-term effects of these shots are going to be horrific. You know, maybe they don't have enough of the biomaterials in there that are going to cause the long-term cancers and all that, and they're, you know, that's what the boosters are intended to do, is to build up these spike prote proteins and lipid nanoparticles and all that stuff in the bloodstream to really damage your body. And this is why people are dropping dead left and right every day in the public sphere, in the private sphere. Um, but Maybe they don't have enough there yet because Pfizer's lower dosage, but, you know, we'll see. It's to be seen, but it's definitely a genocide plan for sure. So, so why, again, I, I don't, I, I equate this to the terrorist. I equate this to the mm -hmm. terrorist that is a part of some extreme group that is having someone sit in front of them and say, look, all you need to do is tell the world that the U.S. is criminals and then he proceeds to cut his head off. I feel like that the people in most parts of the world, they're, they're just, they're ignoring it just to have that last breath, that last sandwich, that last, ever, I mean, everything's down to the last, right? That last breath. I just want to maybe get my last paycheck. I don't want to give up my comfort. Yet they don't realize that their comfort's getting ready to go away. It's, it's, it's almost non-existent. And it's slowly eroding yeah. it away. You know, I, I went through survival school and uh, I went through the, real resistance training and all that. And then I went to what's called cool school when I was flying in Alaska, which is Arctic survival. And one of the uh, techniques for food is that there's a, a chicken in Alaska. It's essentially a chicken. It's a wild chicken. It's called a ptarmigan. And, uh, you know, it'll, you can find them running around in the, in the cold weather in the winter and their defense mechanism is just to stand absolutely still. So you can walk up to them with a club and just whack them and kill them and have dinner. And this is what these people are doing. They're, they're thinking, oh, wow, I hope, I'm not going to move. Hopefully he won't see me. Hopefully they won't kill me. But, you know, they're going to kill you and eat you. They're going to so, kill everyone. 
They're coming for everyone. Yeah. No, nobody is safe except yeah. for the group that decides that you're on the, and, and that's the part that, that drives me nuts is I'm not sure that they understand that there is a thing called useful idiots. There is. Yeah. There's a thing called useful sure. idiots. And, and they were the first one shot in, in the Bolshevik revolution. Once they had taken power, they, they shot all the useful idiots just to make sure they couldn't change their mind. I think that's where we're headed. Um, yeah. You know, th there's an article that I want to I want to share with everyone that uh, the CIA ops from responsible statecraft, and it says CIA ops commandos in Ukraine. Can we just admit we are fighting this war? No boots on the ground seems to be like an empty assurance. Considering the new report from the New York Times, this was written on June 27th. I'm surprised that we we have writers uh, that that are out there that aren't that haven't woken up more that aren't talking more about you know well, being this was in what in the new york, new york times or washington post or something right yeah. i mean it yeah. was in one of the, it, this is a planted piece i mean that they, they're having to admit slowly so they're trying to get ahead of the narrative this was a completely manufactured piece i saw that i mean they're they're having to admit what they're doing now and, and so to try to prep the american people as to what's actually happening well, I mean, look, lying to the American people has consequences. Lots of people waking up. They're stealing elections all over the country. But this one is uh, pretty crazy itself because it says uh, the military decisions are subject to civilian oversight, which to which Cypher, whose Twitter profile says he is an Atlantic Council and is former CIA clandestine services equipped, uh, that's to be done through elected representatives. Uh, the reason why I say that is because as you walk through some of the things that the CIA has done all over the globe, um, it's it's hard to ignore the implications of sending in American troops, even under the guise of CIA, and what impact that can have on what Russia does next. You know, Ru Russia is not. Course. You know, I think that, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. I believe that Putin, you know, has he has ice running through his veins. I mean, he he was he he he's a very smart man, very crude man, not crude man, very uh, uh, shrewd in the fact that he's not mm -hmm. afraid. He has zero fear. And um, mm -hmm. I think the, I, I think, but he's also very hesitant to use things like nuclear armories and things like that, which shows you that he does have regard for human life. Um, I just don't think that others around the globe, including Biden and this regime, share that same sentiment. No, they don't. They don't care at all. I mean, and they're, and they're completely incompetent. So the combination is horrible. You know, you mentioned the Atlantic Council. Anytime you see that, that is the. That is the mouthpiece of the CIA and the Ukrainian deep state, Vindman, you know, Zelensky, cabal. I mean, so if they're admitting it now, then there's a reason for that. And uh, no, Putin is going to do what he thinks is best for the Russian people. That, that's, I mean, if it takes nukes, it takes nukes. That, that's just a simple fact. Okay. So again, family, have a place to go. Have food, have a food source, have a water source, be able to live off the land. Otherwise, you're going to be, in, you're not going to make it. So let's go ahead. Ninety days. Where are we, Todd? Mm -hmm. Ninety days. I don't know where the trip bar is going to be, so I don't know if it's ninety days or 180 days or you know longer than that. But we're going to see massive food, and we're going to see food scarcity. We're going to see energy scarcity. We're, we're going to see the electric grid go down at some point. Medical care will be unavailable. Uh, transportation will be unavailable. Uh, so, you know, you're going to have to live off your chickens and your rabbits in your garden somewhere. That that's where people need to be planning. 
well, prime I mean, community, prime people you can trust and, and build a community somewhere where you can protect all of yourselves. So I got one more uh, that I have to read, which is IP Vanish. Um, you know, IP Vanish is, helps with um, safely browsing the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP or advertisers. You can use IP Vanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IP Vanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, and browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even the physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes it virtually impossible for them to find you online. If you use IP Vanish on limited device, you can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computer, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick. Um, is guaranteed at an incredible 70% off your yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee, just like getting nine months for free. So IPVantage is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. You're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today and brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trusted Pilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash daily. Use the promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash daily daily well i think that's an important part of it is that you know it if and again this is not doomsday stuff right i mean it that's why elections that's why stolen elections have consequences no victory gardens were huge during world war ii people survived off them you can grow if you know what you're doing you can grow a lot in a very small space store a lot of it for the winter and 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 survive so even if you're in a rural area i mean an urban area you can find a plot um you know, although it's probably going to get stolen at this point if it gets really bad, but it's not hard to survive. You just have to have some foresight and energy and leadership for your family. You know, be the man. Take care of your your clan. Well, I want to I want to do a couple of selfless plugs. One, I want to plug your organizations um, that you have. So let's put those back up if you are, and and give you the voice on that. So we go to ltodwood.com, uh, cdm.press, and Kazarium. T- Cesarium.com. Cesarium.com. T S A R I Z M.com. Look, I don't know if it's maybe me playing football or all those things that I do, but I have problems with infanticide as well when I read it. Caligula. Yeah. Yeah. Caligula. <laughs> I, have, I have problems. It's, it's always been that way, right? I read the Bible and I'm like, oh, man. So I. <laughs> Because you know what I'm talking about. You read the King James version, and it's like, oh my gosh, I need Meshach, to, uh, be God. Yeah, it's, whatever. <laughs> th- those are fine. It's the name of people that get me, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Caligula, I had Caligula, Caligula, but I also grew up on the East Coast, so the way we we pronounce things is different. And so then I hear someone say it, and I say it to- totally different. But um, yeah, and. Frankly, I want to watch your coverage on the election because I want to know what went on in Colorado. So I'll be it's, checking you guys. Out. And we tried to show you what we we showed in that the what happened in Garfield County that went to bed and when one thing they flipped it the other day and basically replaced the people, and then they figured out that happened and they flipped it back. Hmm. I, I, and so we know that they're they're playing games. We know they are. We mm-hmm. absolutely 100% know that they're playing games, and we know that Tina Peters won the election in Colorado. And they're writing hit wow. piece after hit piece after hit piece. Todd, it's really bad. I, I did reach out to, to Tucker Carlson, sent him a, a text message, and I was like, listen, I know that you're getting sued by Dominion. I get it. But 
You need to you need to see what's going on. You can't just talk about the fringe. You can't talk about the, around the edges. I'll come on and talk to you about it. I'll tell you. Yeah. You tell me what I can and cannot talk about, but give me an opportunity to defend myself against these people that say that I'm some right wing conspiracy theorist. Give, yeah. me, give me an opportunity so that they're not sh- you know crapping all over me and and saying that I'm some crazy guy. I'm not crazy at all. I'm not extreme at all. I want. Us, what's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. And we got to start talking about the truth. And I just feel like we're 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 on the edge of people like Tucker Carlson and others that are that are there. He's riding the edge. I don't know if you saw it, but he's what what he did yesterday. I think I shared it from you. But he he's riding that edge. Like what? Look at what they're doing. They're weaponizing uh, I was, the DOJ. I was, on his, I was on his daytime show for an hour a few weeks ago, and uh, what a great human being. You know, I think he's. I don't think he cares what Fox says. I, I think he's just very. Uh, he wants to be able to back up what he says. I think so. That, I think that's his issue. But well, the, the the problem with backing it up is that you have to dig into it. I mean, there's no question that yeah, that Mike Gableman, Justice Mike Gableman, forget about the fact that I was a tech CEO. Forget about the fact that I built a tech stack that is remarkable. That large companies across yeah. the country forget about that. Forget about me. Put me in a different category, right? It just it just so happened that all this stuff gets validated. But look at what Michael Gableman came up with in Wisconsin. And they're, they want to call him now conspiracy theorist. They want to say that yeah. you know yeah. he's, a, he's a right-winger. He's not a right-winger at all. Look what happened in Georgia where the machines flipped 3,000 votes in a freaking city council election or whatever it was. But it was a Democrat the one, so they fixed it. Yeah. and then, But then, you know, Garland Favorito watched the votes for Raffensperger and the machines were 15% off, so he's suing all 15, 159 counties. Out of one county, which is, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just, they are, they are so fearful and they, you know, they, they, and there are some things, the missteps, right? So I probably shouldn't have said that I wanted to hang people that were traitors of the country because then they just used that and said I wanted to hang opponents. I thought it was funny, right? It was, mm-hmm. you know, humor heals the heart. Of course. Um, but, of course. but in reality, well, I mean, it's not a big thing. We know it's a double, yeah. we, we know it's a double standard. Everybody knows that, Joe. I mean, they, 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 they're out. They're trying to kill Supreme Court justice. You know, let, let's do the the uh, the, the weight weight measure there. You know. Well, and it's the. I think the the thing that we have to start looking at is you said it. We have to build community, and so we've spent a lot of time building community and getting people to come together. And uh, you know, the 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 bad part about all of this is that we tend to eat our own uh, when we have a disagreement rather than just solving it from a, in a very private manner and maybe, you know, asking for and going down a path of forgiveness. So it's, sure. uh, it's, it's, it's very, and, and a lot of that just stems from, fr- we have frustrations, right? We're frustrated with each other because we want want something to happen. And when it doesn't happen, we get, we, we see it as a, an, as an innate failure on ourselves. Yep. I agree. All right. So what's next for you? What's, what, what you got going on in the next couple of weeks? Uh, maybe traveling overseas to Europe. I'll announce that soon. Uh, we've got a special invitation to go visit some people, so I may do that. I've thought about going up to the border of Kaliningrad and Lithuania, doing some reporting from there because that's a really bad situation. Uh, and we're launching papers in Connecticut, in Miami. One's coming in Manhattan to complement our paper in Georgia. So we're really trying to bring truth into the belly of the beast. Uh, we're going to have some events coming uh, to fight for the protection of children against the vaccines, against the transgender movement, 
against CRT in certain locations, uh, working with children's self-defense. So we got a lot. We got our plate. Our plate is full right now. All right. Well, um, before before we let you go, and I want to thank you for being here for this hour. But um, I'd like to be able to pray for you. Uh, we end every oh, show with a you. prayer. So if I could if I could pray pray over you, it's driving by the way sure. the left nuts that we're <laughs> that we're ending everything with a prayer. Um, but I do want to tell everyone this: if you go to dcf.co, dcf. D, I'm sorry, dcfguns.co, dcfguns.co, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna you can literally buy any weapon you want. You can buy. Uh, ammo on this site. Part of this deal is making sure that, and we can ship it directly to you. Um, I think there's over seven million or ten million dollars in inventory, seven to ten million dollars in inventory on this on the site. Um, but if you go to dcfguns.co, um, you can uh, you can load up. Make sure that you're prepared to protect your family. Um, I just wrote it down. All right. So I want to I want to pray for you, and, and we do have sponsors. The, the, those sponsors will make it to the. Uh, to the audio version, but uh, this one is a sponsor that uh, I think that everyone is looking for ammo. They're looking for different things, and we want to make sure that they had it. All right. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to have Todd on tonight. Thank you for the courage that he has and for the voice that he is using effectively across the nation and across the world. Father, thank you for the many people that have stood up as patriots, that have stood up despite all of the risk to their personal safety and to their, their fortunes. Thank you for just giving them the courage, giving them the stamina, and giving them the pathway and the tools to stand up and, and do your will. Father, please put a hedge of protection. I, I often ask for this, and, and I'll say that I'll just keep asking for it, but I want you to, I, I, I'm asking for a special hedge of protection around, around Todd and his family, around his heart, around his mind. Please guide him and protect him. Stay with him. Give him peace in the middle of it. Make sure that he can get a full night's sleep and that he, that, that he is given, that, that he knows you're there, Father. Please bless him on his travels as he goes overseas. Bless him in his work that he's doing and opening up these, these papers in different parts of the country. Bless his work in uncovering and pushing truth to the American people and to people globally. Father, I would just ask you to protect the work that he's doing. Protect the infrastructure that he's building within that, protect the people that are involved with him, protect his family, guide him so that he may follow in faith what it is, what path you want him to be on. Father, give Todd the, the wisdom. Give him the wisdom to be able to be able to be able to discern between the things that he should and shouldn't be doing. Father, please bless our listeners. Please bless his listeners. Please bless the, the work that others are doing. Give them peace. And give them the courage and stamina to continue this fight between good and evil. Father, we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Todd, thank you very much. Um, I know that Tucker can't pray on his show, but we sure can, we sure can pray on ours. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we'll have you on again. And just let me know, if you would, when you're going overseas. I'd definitely like to make sure that we connect before you do. Definitely. I'll let you know, Joe. Thanks, All man. Right. God bless you. Todd Take Wood. care. Cheers. So, you know, we, we talk a lot about – we talk a lot about um, being God-fearing. 
you know, the article this morning was about Christian conservatives peddling election lies. I, you know, I, there, there's nothing more insidious to me than the fact that they can smile and write, use the pen, the mighty pen, the mighty pen, use the pen to pervert everything that our country stands for while it's burning. It's burning down. They literally are holding a Molotov cocktail in their hand. Things are burning around, around them, and they're like, I'm, I didn't do it. I don't, hold on a second. I'll be, hold on a second. And tossing another bomb and blowing something else up and then saying, yeah, I, I, don't, I think he did it. I don't know what you're talking about. Everything's fine. It's mostly peaceful. There's, I mean, everything's burned out around you because the devil enjoys turmoil, enjoys chaos. The greatest lie ever told was that the devil doesn't exist. Then why do they worship the devil? You know, Todd is a, a, a wealth of knowledge about many things across the entire spectrum. He, he knows what's happening in the Balkans. Very well connected. And he's not afraid to speak up for truth. Why are we not, why are we afraid to speak up truth? Why are there so many people that, are, that, that, that fail to speak up? Get in that position, and even, if you, even if, you have to do it, if you have to do it in your way, being able to say, I don't believe that. That's not true. Have you considered this? These are all words that you can use. And you don't have to fight, and they're going to bully you because we know that's what they do. And we know that they, they don't have any common sense and they can't argue their point. And we know that most of them, if not all of them, don't have a, a thought that they can put together a, that, that makes any sense, that you can comprehend. They just use talking points and little phrases that they chant as they walk down the street. You know, my dad taught me when I was young. He said, what's right is rarely popular and what's popular is rarely right. And we have to adopt that. That path less followed is actually the path that will lead you to the most joy. It'll lead you to the most opportunity. It'll lead you to the most pride in... Uh, pride is probably a bad word. No, it's not a bad word. Pride in making sure that, 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 you're, that, what, that what you did is well done. To have pride in your work. I think that as we walk this pathway and we let people walk this pathway and we don't try to wake them up, we find ourselves in the place that Scott Shar was in where he talked about losing his daughter. And he said yesterday, last night, if you didn't watch it, go back and, and watch it. But he said last night, he goes, I'm not sure I would have woken up if Grace wouldn't have lost her life. I'm not sure I would have not dug in. I'm not sure I would have understood that she was murdered by a system that was designed to murder my daughter. And yet he does it with the greatest amount of conviction, humility, and forgiveness. I will tell you that I've gone through a transition over the last two years. And that transition has been difficult. I went from angry to not angry, to angry to not angry, to resentful, to... I mean, you go through these stages, and it happens fast. And I, and I never went through those stages. Many of you are going through those stages right now. I would venture to say that many of you are feeling the same way I feel. You wake up one day and you want to be happy. You look around, you're just, you feel blessed just to be in the, in the place that you are. And then some parts of reality set in and you remember the things that you can't unsee. And it becomes difficult. It becomes difficult to put your shoes on and walk out the door. 
but it doesn't become impossible because you just you ask God to give you the strength, to give you the courage, to give you the stamina, to do the same thing over and over, and to ignore those people that are liars. Ignore those people that are thieves, that are stealing the very essence of what we represent as people. Anytime they write article after article after article out there and tell you it's nothing to see while we're watching it actually happen in real time should t tell you everything you need to know about them. As we watch the, the outcome and then strip us of information, it should tell you everything you need to know. You must have courage and you must stand in that courage, regardless of the consequences. Dr. Z did that. There's many others that have done that. Pride comes before the fall, so you have to make sure that you ignore the pride, set yourself in humility, but be ready for the fight. God doesn't say, turn the other cheek. No. No, that's not what Jesus said. He didn't say turn the other cheek and walk away and submit to evil. He flipped over those tables, completely contradicting the idea that you have to become meek and submit and, and become the one that accepts what happens around you. That's not what the Bible said. The Bible was very clear. You must fight evil. You must have faith and act in that faith. And that's what I expect from all of you. We've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to be talking about tomorrow. We have, just so you guys know, we're going to have a panel discussion about the election fraud in Colorado and around the country. So Georgia, Colorado, Arizona, all the places that are hot buttons that are still, the fraud is unbelievable. And the lesser magistrates, the people that are elected, they're doing nothing. So that's tomorrow. Mr. Producer, what else we have tomorrow? Attorney Patrick Morrissey. Oh my gosh. Yes, we have, a, I'm sorry to say that, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Landmark case, the EPA should not have the, the authority that they say that they should have. And the Supreme Court ruled against the EPA. Another landmark case of trying to strip these giants away from being able to take away your rights. And none other than AOC comes out and says, oh, that's not fair. So there are some wins that we're getting. They're not enough, and we're not patient people because we see the evil in front of us. But we do need to take a deep breath, stand together. So he'll be on tomorrow. He is the Attorney General of West Virginia fighting hard against the EPA. He'll be on at 10 a.m., and that's going to be fire. We're going to tear apart that, that uh, um, ruling from the Supreme Court and celebrate yet another win. Keeps, the wins keep coming in because the devil just, fr frankly, they're just too greedy. They've, they've, as Mike, Mike said, they're just too greedy. Oh, roundtables at 10 and Patrick's afterwards? Okay, so we have the roundtable at 10. Let me back that up for a minute. I mean, just before, if you heard this on the audio version, we're backing it up. We're doing the roundtable at 10, so we'll have CanCon. Um, I think we, we don't have Nick this week, but we have a couple of other people on too. Yeah, Nick will be next week. Nick will be next week. He's going to be beginning of next week. Moseter will be, Nick Moseter will be next week. Um, but we have a bunch of people. And that are next be on the Tuesday, panel. Tuesday morning, we've got Matthew Truella. Ah, Tuesday morning. One of my favorite, favorite people. Matthew, Tr Math Math Matt Truella, the author of The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates, will be on next Tuesday morning. Put that in your calendar. You're not going to want to miss it. You're going to want to see that video in person. Here's a man that has given up himself selflessly to protect the unborn. And he's a pastor. He's a wonderful man. And um, he wrote that book in 2013. It's prophetic. So if you haven't gotten the book yet, please go pick up the book, The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates. Uh, by Matthew Chuella. You know, actually, I just uh, I just learned that uh, Scott Shower, who we just had on, 
Uh, he actually went down and spoke at Matthew Trollope's yeah, church. I was talking did, about I it did, yesterday. Yeah, you didn't know that? That? yeah, no, didn't we talked that. about it yesterday on the show. Yeah. Yeah, you need to listen to the show. Are you not listening to the show there, Mr. Producer? I was listening to it. I was doing uh, other see, stuff. He missed it. See, he missed it. Mr. Producer is not he is not paying attention all the time. Yeah, it's just totally wrong. No. Nope. Um, moment moment of moment of silence for, for Apollo. Denied. Okay. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. I love all of you. I'll see you tomorrow morning at ten AM. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at ten AM Mountain Time and four PM Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.